the last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drazy chesty cops. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Dr. Brian Higgins, good afternoon to you. Ian, how are you? I'm not too bad. This week we're discussing glaucoma, which is sadly an all too prevalent issue. Yeah, a glaucoma, um, for those uh, who uh, aren't aware of what it is, it's actually a very common condition. It's rare under 40, but as we age, it gets progressively more common. And what it is, is it's the leading cause of preventable blindness in the developed world. What are the symptoms of it? Well, one of the problems is there's often in early stages, there's no symptoms. We know that there, with glaucoma, there, well, first off, there's two different types, which makes it a little bit confusing. And what we're talking about is the chronic form of glaucoma. There's an acute form which presents with a really painful eye that's a medical emergency. And any, I would always say, eye pain is always something that should be seen by a doctor very urgently. Whereas the type of glaucoma we're talking about is called chronic open angle glaucoma and what it's to do with is damage to the optic nerve. When light comes into our eye, it's bent in through a lens and hits a kind of um, plate at the back of the eye called the retina and information there is transferred into the brain to give us what we see as sight. And with glaucoma, there's an increased pressure in the eye in most cases and that increased pressure presses and damages on the nerve a bit like if somebody slipped a disc in their back and it's pressing on the nerve going down their leg it damages the nerve and the same thing happens in the eye but our brain is very very good at adapting so what happens is it's the vision at the periphery that's affected first and often people won't know that there's a reduction in their vision until there's about 50 percent damage of that optic nerve you say it's like a teeth in the night, but how quickly does this develop? How does it go from the peripheral vision being affected to the central vision? It, it, so it's different in every patient. And there are patients, that, so in most cases, in about 80% of cases, there's an increased pressure with the eye. So our eye is a ball of fluid and that fluid needs to be fresh. So it's constantly being produced and taken away by the eye. For people with glaucoma, there's a problem with how the fluid is removed from the eye. So more fluid is going in than is coming out. And that pressure then over time causes damage. And how quickly it affects the eye really depends on the person. There's many people out there with high eye pressures and they don't develop glaucoma. And then there's people out there with normal eye pressures, but a very sensitive optic nerve. And that's called normal pressure glaucoma. And depending on the sensitivity of the optic nerve and how high the pressure is and the combination of the two, that decides how quickly this progresses. And actually, one of the things that's very positive is that for we can now go for free eye exams, I think every two years, um, with an optician who can very, very easily check the pressure of the eye and check our peripheral vision so that if glaucoma is identified, it can be identified early. And the trick with the glaucoma is identifying it early so you can treat it early before damage occurs. Before we get on to the treatment, how many people are affected by this and can you inherit it? Uh, yeah, so it, the certain people are at risk and certainly if you're, you have a family history of glaucoma, if somebody is short-sighted, diabetic or somebody's from African descent, they're at a higher risk of it. It's very rare under 40, but about 3% of people by the age of 70 will suffer with glaucoma. So it's not exactly directly heritable in the same way that if your parents have blue eyes, you'll have blue eyes. But if your parents have glaucoma, 
you definitely need to make sure that you're getting checked out first because you're at a much higher risk of developing it. You mentioned there people getting an eye test every couple of years. Is it worthwhile for somebody to say, look, you know, it's in my family, my brother or my father had it, has it. Should I get it done every two years, every three years, every five years? About every two years, I would say. After 40, probably getting your eyes checked every two years is a good idea. Because you have to remember, our brain adapts. And unfortunately, over time, our eyeball changes. So our vision decreases. But our brain actually gets kind of used to that visual change when it happens slowly. And you do find with people getting regular eye checks is important, not only for things like high pressure, um, but also just from general deterioration and vision. Because when your brain is working really hard to try see your your images uh, clearly, it can cause a lot of eye strain and eye fatigue and headaches. So it is worthwhile, I would say, everyone getting an eye check every two years. We have been lucky in which there are treatments and I think laser surgery would be something most people would be finding successful with it. Yeah, so there are a couple of different treatments. Now, sometimes we may not always treat glaucoma and it depends sometimes in um, say if someone might develop very mild glaucoma when they're very elderly and you might watch and wait but certainly for people with higher eye pressures or the developing glaucoma early you want to treat them early uh, the treatment options there there are three of them and they're really decided on what's best for each individual patient and that's decided by a specialist called an ophthalmologist so when we identify glaucoma we refer for an ophthalmological assessment um, laser is really becoming the mainstay of treatment and what la- the best way to think about the laser is what the laser does is it cleans up the drainage part of the eye, which allows that fluid in the eye to drain easier. And we'll usually combine that laser treatment with a drop that will either reduce the amount of fluid that's being produced in the eye or to try help the eye drain better. And then if the combination of those two treatments don't work, an ophthalmological surgeon or an ophthalmic surgeon can go in and actually do a small surgery on the eye to give an additional drainage port in the eye. I know surgery is quite common on some of the insurance plans out there, but if you don't have private health insurance, how long does it take to to get treatment? And is there anything else that works if you're while you're waiting? Um, the well, the eye drops can be very very effective, uh, certainly for patients with acute um, uh, uh, angle closure glaucoma. The very acute painful eye surgery is an urgency and that would usually be done straight away. For patients who are suffering with chronic glaucoma, thankfully surgery is usually not needed. Um, unfortunately, we know there's a waiting list problem in Ireland and, and thankfully that's being dealt with. But the waiting lists are probably different in each county and around each hospital. So I wouldn't like to comment on it. And just again, for somebody you said, look, best every two years, if you're over 40, over 50, is that still, still the advice? Yeah, I would say. So uh, glaucoma is really, really common and it's more common as we age. So the older we get, the more important it is to get our eyes checked regularly. And it's very, very easy to get it checked. If you've ever been to the um, optometrist and you've had that blast of the puff of air into your eye, that's the glaucoma check. It takes all about two seconds and it's not painful. Um, and it's important to not wait until symptoms develop because glaucoma is quite progressed before you will notice those symptoms of reduced vision or maybe glaring of bright lights at nighttime. And then the two year, I would say after 40, every two years. And the treatment then is very, very easy if it is found. It's either a small procedure done with a laser or eye drops. Okay, Dr. Brian Higgins, we'll talk to you this time next week. Thank you very much for joining us here on The Last Word. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-